Welcome to Friday Night Party Line. Tonight on the show, we've got Skojo. Hey, Skojo. Uh, oh, I didn't realize Good Place had Veronica Mars starring in it. <laughs> you Who did the not fuck know. Is that? We were talking about The Good Place in the pre show, dear listeners. Uh, we also have George. Hey, George. Good evening. How you doing? Good. Good. And we got Cherba. Hey, Cherbs. Hi. Cherba looking like he just got off of an InSync music video shoot. Oh, come on. At least Savage Garden. <laughs> Fun facts. From my city, and I painted one of their house. <laughs> when I was much younger. The more you know. Yeah, one of them lived. One of them lived in like oh. Logan, which is now known for being like basically just full of bogans and white trash. So, Wait, what's a bogan? <laughs> basically, Australian white trash. Oh, okay, good. All right. Ah, oh. we got a lot of good topics to talk about on the show today. But before we get Do to we? that, yeah, we do. I think we do. <laughs> Do you do you not agree? <laughs> or have you simply not been bothered to look? Um, it'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's one of those. But before we get to that stuff of East, it is important to thank the people what for make this show and the YouTube channel and the podcast such as they are. Chooch. Uh, with that in mind, uh, in no particular order, thank you to, uh, Kate Macross, Michelle Mantanona, Geek Nights Podcast, Funeral Cleavage, Dexter Colder, George Davidson, hey George, uh, Rin Senpai, Zara Gorgian, Brendan Brothers, Ethan Fryer, Pinup Citizen, Gina Moreno, and Yaro for their, uh, generous contributions to the, uh, to the content creation cause. I feel like I should get extra points for that for reading those backwards. <laughs> so uh, thank you them, thank you to all of them, and to you, George, for kicking a little bit of money into the hat each month to help fund this uh, this uh, channel and all of our regular expenses that come through for it. So thank you very much, and uh, yeah, Cherbs, uh, care to lead yes. us into the first topic? Oh, I suppose I could. <laughs> but I mean, like, you know, what even is a topic when you get right down to it? <laughs> uh... <laughs> oh, hang on, he's put it in the chat. Okay. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, so you may have heard that, vi- that violent video games cause school shootings. Well, the White House agrees with your good news. <laughs> The bad news is you're wrong and you're an idiot. Wait, is this 1998? <laughs> I you feel like think. we're back in 1998. I have something to uh, mention that will certainly make you reminiscent of 1998 again, back when Penny Arcade was just a tiny, fledgling little webcomic. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Uh, Penny Arcade took oh, Penny on one Arcade. of the people okay, yeah, who is peripherally involved, but we'll get to that in a minute. Mm. Because basically what happened is that Trump got a whole bunch of people in a room, most of them being like, you know, industry people. There were also some real fucking weirdos in there, like mm. say, uh, what's his name? 
What the fuck? Melissa was that guy's Henson, name again? head of the TV, Parents TV Council, who really is just about Hollywood being all too liberal. Yeah. Well, she at least makes sense because she's in the Parents TV Council, so has some experience with like rating systems and things like that. Less sensible, Lieutenant Colonel Dave Grossman. His, I looked him up. His specialty is teaching military tactics to police officers. Well, I mean, I and, don't know. <laughs> yeah, like, what? what's his purpose? Right. Oh, and there was one other chap whose name I can't remember who literally wrote a book called The Assassination Generation about <laughs> how somehow video games have turned us all into a fucking group of insane hitmen. Well, I mean, there's that whole video game series named Hitman. Clearly, it must be the case. If well, that I mean, were the case, why are so many people who oppose this still alive? Well, didn't say they were very good. <laughs> well, maybe you're not. <laughs> I mean... What, can you not put a fucking round through someone's letterbox at 1,500 yards? Uh, so, did you, did you actually, did you watch the supercut that they put? In God, the I did, yes. Oh, they just, actually, the funniest part to me was that they actually stole footage directly from Giant Bomb's YouTube channel of Dan Reichert playing, so once again... Dan fucking Reichert just screwing things up for fucking everybody. <laughs> ladies and you gentlemen. fucking popcorn trash eating motherfucker. Ladies and gentlemen, listeners, American citizens, your tax dollars were put to work in making a really just arguably bad video. I'm so sorry. For some, for some reason, my brain just went, your tax dollars are responsible for Dan Reichert. <laughs> 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 I don't know who Dan Reichert is, so... He's one of the giant bomb people. He's an odd duck. <laughs> he's not a bad guy, actually. I mean, I'm, I'm fucking razzing on him a bit, but yeah. he's an okay chap, and for some reason, Victor has a vinyl carving tool there. Oh, no, I picked these up at... Uh, these, are, these are chisel... This is a chisel set I picked up at Daiso Japan. Um, huh. yeah. They will never work as actual chisels, but they're great for carving lino prints and things like yeah, that. Yeah, that's basically you, what I was going <laughs> to If you use those like an actual chisel, you are going to drive that metal piece straight into the wooden body. Trust yep. me, been there, done that. Yeah, that's I, I recognize that, which is why I'm not going <laughs> to. We have Wealthy Aardvark and Jade Nance in the chat. We're talking about... We're talking about how somehow the political atmosphere were back in the 1990s. Where, you know... It's just not. We're not in a great place right now. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of uh, people and things from the 1990s who went the away, 1990s, we'd have a budget surplus and Bill Clinton. You know, yeah. I think I wouldn't we, mind a budget surplus and a Clinton in the White House. We are we are pretty close to another giant sex scandal <laughs> in the White House. <laughs> Well, you know, we just have to make compromises. We'll take the next best thing to Bill Clinton, I guess. <laughs> almost, almost scandal in the White House. <laughs> I can't actually remember how anything beyond the start of that song goes. 
But I think more troubling about this, I think more troubling about this, in addition to it, is just how seemingly hostile, or rather how willing the administration is to be hostile towards video games. Um, There was a quote in here. Let's see here. Uh, Trying to find that quote. Uh, Let's see. Where the hell is that quote? Lost it. Uh... Well, anyways, it seems that the White House is more than willing to go along with people who are basically saying that, yes, video games are evil. And that is a problem for the arts on the whole. Extra Credits did a good episode about this recently regarding a Hawaiian uh, governor, the Hawaiian governor trying to push through legislation. On his, in his state about controlling loot boxes in video uh, uh, regulating loot boxes and how going about it the wrong way could really hurt video games and art as a whole I think this is kind of the same sort of situation why would you I regulate extra- loot boxes uh, because uh, there's a case to be made that the way some games implement loot boxes and things like that is essentially gambling um no. <laughs> uh, yeah, George, kinda. So you're paying money at a random other... chance of a positive outcome. That sounds like gambling to me. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Wait. Do we want to derail on this? Because I have, I can talk about this topic a little bit. Because in so gambling on the boardwalk, right in Atlantic City, it's legal, right? So they have like real gambling. But in Wildwood. What's taken over all the arcades are Dance's Revolution and Initial gambling. D. No, no, unfortunately not. <laughs> uh, are just slot machines where they put out tokens, which then you can use to get prizes up at the you know, just like you'd get out of like skee ball. Yeah. And it's literally just gambling, uh, <laughs> but it because they don't win money. It doesn't actually count. So I don't see, I really am not sure how loot boxes will get covered by that in like a state like New Jersey where they already have faux gambling legalized. So loot boxes should be the same as. uh, That's that's like a step away from like shady Yakuza pachinko parlors where you then take the prize (laughs) to the small booth around the corner and they will exchange that prize for money, then take it straight back to the pachinko parlor and put it back on the prize shelf. Yeah, I mean, the 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 argument that a lot of people make to say that loot boxes aren't gambling is that you aren't be able to you're able to put money in but not take money out. But the reason that gambling, part of the reason why gambling is so heavily regulated, is because. People's lives can literally be ruined through psychological tinkering. And that's a problem. And yet, we're allowed to have guns. Well, here, yeah, I mean, <laughs> well, actually, no, you're George allowed makes, to have guns. You're allowed to have George, <laughs> George makes an important point, and it, it falls in the same area as, like, video games and violence, right? Are there some people out there that violent video games probably have a negative effect on? I'm sure there is, right? Because there's a lot of different mental state people out there. And I'm sure there's a subset of humanity that would be manipulated by a video game and be driven towards violent action, right? 
as you so also probably so shouldn't uh, you probably also shouldn't put really violent video games in front of real small children because they're still developing you know as you people I think my know. daughter's gonna be hit girl what do you mean? <laughs> I'm training her to be hit girl. Skojo, <laughs> I think out of all the possible outcomes for your daughter's life, I don't think hit girl is the one you should be going after. Because remember, hit girl's dad is dead. He, he lives a long, pretty good long time there. <laughs> yeah, he outlives most superhero parents. He, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> he actually gets to the point where he trains his daughter to be a hero. But anyway, the point is... is so, so yeah, of course, there's also video games, right, that'll affect. And so gambling's the same way, right? There's a sub, subset of people that will be affected by gambling in a negative way. So how do you control for the fact that some people get screwed by it and some people don't? Well, what you do, and this is what, this is what Dan at Extra Credits was suggesting. Shows he was on. saying that what you should do was, what, you should, what some get, what games should do is they should be like, all right, hey, look, by the way, you just spent Forty dollars? Do you re- on loot boxes? Do you really want to go ahead and spend more? Put up like a little flag, a little warning, some way to you know break the cycle of like you know a couple of I don't know like sometime earlier this uh, early last year, um, without even with uh, with barely even realizing it, I dropped like forty dollars on loot boxes in Overwatch. Which how'd you do that? <laughs> What do you mean? How do you do that? Yeah, literally, I do not understand. How do you do that? <laughs> you click on the button in the game <laughs> to buy loot boxes. But why would you do that in the first place? Because there was a skin, a skin. I really wanted. <laughs> he really wants a skin. It's virtual currency. Hey, you know what? I mean, I, I play uh, what Marvel Puzzle Quest, and occasionally I will spend money on it because I've only probably played like thousands of hours of it. So occasionally I just want to give them a little bit of money for the free game I've been playing. Mm-hmm. But I mean, uh, accidentally, one time I pushed a button, and because it uses my uh, thumbprint, it just I automatically just sent it money. And I was like, damn it! <laughs> but I'm not addicted, but there are definitely people out there that get addicted to that stuff. Yeah. Mm. Should there be a limit on those people? Probably. Because yeah. I mean, that's. But they're also the people funding the game, so it's more free for me. Yeah, but that, that's the thing. It's not like I even spent that forty dollars all in one chunk. It was like, oh, all right. Um, I really want that skin. I'll spend five dollars to you know to get a bunch of loot boxes. You know, oh, well, what's five dollars more? Well, if, I mean, if I spend ten more dollars, you know, I'll get a whole bunch of them, and I'm you know I'm gonna get it, or I'm gonna get enough you know in-game currency that I'll be able to buy it. You know, and then. Bada bing, bada bam, bada boom, forty dollars. There is a, there is also the problem that Hawaii's loot box legislation was incredibly poorly written and implemented. Yes, that too. What? A lock horribly. A knee jerk law being poorly written and badly implemented. Yeah, I know. Knock me down with a feather. But it basically put it basically put all of the onus and all of the punishment on retailers mm-hmm. instead of the people actually making the games, thus providing exactly zero incentive to change a single fucking thing. Literally, the only positive thing in it was that it required uh, drop tables to be published. Yeah. But the requirements for drop tables being published were very vague on how publicly they had to publish those. So 
expect drop tables buried like four links down in a fucking barely findable part of their site. Not to mention that if a game is published in China, they automatically have to publish the drop tables. Yeah, exactly. And most games are these days, so yeah. it's not like that's any extra problem for them. The loot sure, tables are already sure, out there. You know for how a lot I learned that? Go on. Aaron constantly posting about the drop tables for Love Live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a similar thing in Warframe. Everybody knows what the drop tables are like because Warframe had a Chinese version for a while. Mm-hmm. So. <sighs> oh. Yeah, yes. so I mean, really, the hot take on this really is this is just distra- trying to distract people from talking about guns. Yeah, pretty much. Way, yeah. Where we talk about video games and violence, the less we're talking about the fact that the reason why people are dying is because they're being shot, not because they're playing a violent video game. I mean, because how you know many what? countless <laughs> hours did we spend playing Unreal or Quake or Doom? Well, no, it's like <laughs> they make that joke in uh, they make that joke in the show Future Man, where they're like they made a video game and they set it back in time to try to find the best person in the two thousands to uh, to like save Earth, right, or save the future. And they're like, "Don't you guys use your video games for training?" And he's like, uh, n- "No, it's just a like a relaxing thing that we just do for spare time." You're like, "Uh oh, uh oh." Wait, what? Is this Future Man. <laughs> Oh, you haven't heard of Future Man? Oh, you should watch that. Oh. But, um, but without derailing into Future Man, uh, <laughs> it's like video games don't like I'm, I might play 500 hours of Counter-Strike. It doesn't mean I know how to shoot a gun. <laughs> like there's no the skill in my Counter-Strike skill <laughs> well, does not okay. help me at well, all in reality. Skojo, I, I will say that you probably know how to shoot a gun. It's just how to shoot a gun well. I mean, let's face it, the the firearm really is the original point-and-click interface. Oh. Oh. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. In the loosest possible terms, <laughs> sure. Yeah, I think Rim, the UX designer of of legend just like fucking woke up somewhere in new york in a cold sweat (laughs) (laughs) he wasn't even asleep he just fell asleep and then woke up exactly it was that 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 was so bad that it put him to sleep just to wake him up in a cold sweat (laughs) Uh, yeah i I think there is an argument at least Like, if we're going to talk about violence in video games and shootings, there is an argument to be made for desensitizing people to going on killing sprees. Uh, I I know there's no definitive link here, but, like, this just goes against everything that seems common sense to me. If you go through Grand Theft Auto and you kill a bunch of people, your brain is, is going to remember that. And it's gonna make it more okay in your mind. Um, I don't think I have. Uh, I mean, I played uh, Grand Theft Auto, and killing hookers and throwing them over it and running them over the car has never been something that I've been like, you know what? That's now a legitimate thing to do because I saw it in Grand Theft Auto. <clears throat> I will say this. I mean, studies, not for us. I while there have this. been studies on okay. desensitization, as far as I know, they 
only seem to observe an effect of desensitization to seeing things, not to actually doing them themselves. Yeah. And and Skojo, what you're talking about is the uh, is the Tetris effect. You know, going and looking. Like personally, I've never looked at an empty car carrier the same again after playing Grand Theft Auto Three. Like I just want to take my car and go whoop, up it like a ramp. But <laughs> but that I means there's a, like like Sherpa said, there's a difference between descent. There's a desensitization. Desensitization. <laughs> between seeing something and doing something. Yeah. But what if your brain has poor impulse control and if you think it, you do it? Then you have other problems. Well, then chances <laughs> I mean, are yeah, your you poor have- impulse control would have manifested in some other way by that point. Yeah. So. Uh, uh. To jump back about 10 minutes, though, remember how I said <laughs> there is one thing that uh, is surprisingly returning from the 90s in regards to this issue? What? Have one guess. It involves Penny Arcade in a roundabout way. Jack Dick Wolf. No, and Dick Wolf's was an awful, (laughs) awful idea, and they should actually feel quite ashamed about Uh, that. Far as I know, they do. So yeah. Uh, what the hell was his name? Uh, Jack Jack Thompson. Thompson. Yes. I thought he was dead. Back. Uh, Yeah, I thought he was dead too. (laughs) I thought Jack Thompson died. No, Jack unfortunately, is he is back. It's funny, I went to write Jack Thompson, I put Hack Johnson. He's back. <laughs> no, yes, you're not wrong everyone's there. Favorite, everyone's favorite disbarred Florida lawyer is doing his fucking damnedest to involve himself in this issue, but here's, here's a small ray of sunshine in that fucking dark fart cloud. Uh-huh. Not even the Trump administration, who seemingly cannot see a barrel without trying to scrape the bottom of it, are taking any notice of him whatsoever. Oh, jeez. <laughs> he, actually, he actually emailed one Kotaku writer suggesting strongly he'd be at the meeting without outright saying it. He emailed another four times in a span of about two days, say, like demanding the Kotaku writer call him, when the Kotaku writer did, he basically spent a minute or two heavily hinting that he would be present at this meeting without ever actually directly saying he'd be at the meeting, and then hung up. Turns out he was not at the meeting. You don't say. <laughs> he tried very hard to get an invite, apparently, but they were just like, who the fuck are you? You're just a disbarred lawyer. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody inside the White House wanted to like even bother checking up on this guy, just being like, nah, fuck this guy, get out of here. The man the man <laughs> saw the train of events and he said, It's my time to shine. And everybody said, No. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Uh let's see, what else? Ah yes, big things have been happening in the world of big rigs. Uh <laughs> <laughs> we got a couple of things. One of them involving your favorite company, Cherba. Oh boy, Arnott's. <laughs> no, no, what? the the company that is actually not your favorite company, but I'm saying ironically. Oh, so. yes. Blue Hole. No. <laughs> Tesla. The makers of Tesla. extremely spiteful's rifle bible. <laughs> Tesla, my friend. Tesla. I'm speaking of Tesla Motors. I thought he was dead. (laughs) (laughs) 
Didn't he die in like 1920 something? <laughs> we, we lost. Uh... <laughs> uh, I was trying not to laugh. I was trying to be the straight man, but no, that was just actually funny. All right. <laughs> Yeah, so apparently there have been some pictures of uh, Tesla semis uh, going uh, along their merry way in the Southland. Um, actually, no, not in the Southland, in the Nevada Mountains. Uh, in the Nevada Mountains, uh, delivering apparently battery packs. Uh, batteries uh, to the from the Gigafactory in the Nevada Mountains to a car factory in California. So the Tesla semis are in action. Um, which is interesting. I think they look sleek as hell. You never think they're going to look like the production. You never think the production models are going to look cool, and then there they are. <laughs> Those aren't production models, honey. No. Oh, come on. <laughs> they're doing the trucking no, thing. No, they're not. Barely. I mean, <laughs> basically, we're being told... That they're carrying a load of batteries. Okay, fair enough. I'll believe that. They do need to get batteries from place to place. Sure. But they're still just reskinned Freightliner Cascadias with a couple of existing drivetrains in them. Mm. And uh, um, did you also catch the news of where they got caught on camera? Uh, let's see. Uh, on the I-680. Yeah. Yep, the I-680. But where else? Uh, why don't, I don't you know. tell us <laughs> what appears to be that, on a at a gigafactory no that would be at uh the rockland supercharger both of them having to charge up for quite some time Ooh, that noise which is a bit weird because it's not actually that far in terms of trucking mm. to get from you know, where they started to where they were going. Yeah, 240 miles each way. Yeah. Like, uh, if my very quick, if my very quick map estimate is correct, they were charging up roughly 130 miles from where they started, which is less than the range of a regular ass Tesla. Yeah. Well, I would note, I would also note that, uh, they're also, they're also going like pretty intense incline, uh, that uh trip yeah, as well but maybe but when a- your when your truck is promise has a promise has a maximum promise uh, when your truck can't talk tonight when your truck has a promise range of 500 miles towing eighty thousand pounds that's that is not a lot to be you know yeah, stopping no, at 180 miles in well this is why we balked at it when they originally yeah. like at least Trevor and I balked at it when they originally said, like, no, because you, you just do simple math. Uh, you know, a regular Tesla doesn't have a range of 500 miles. 500 miles. They have a range of what? Three, 300? About, about three, 350. 300. So um, a car uh, cruising on the highway uses somewhere around about... 20 horsepower to maintain that speed. Yeah. A semi truck uses a lot more because <laughs> it weighs a lot more. Mm-hmm. 
Um, that's why you use a diesel engine because it has a lot of horsepower at low RPM. And it's um, also why uh, it's also why you use massive gearboxes with like fucking eighteen, 18 gears, gears yeah. yeah, and half yeah, gears to, to try yeah. and get the maximum efficiency out of that tiny little. But that all that aside, you can just do simple math and say, well, they haven't gotten batteries haven't gotten significantly better. The truck's only X big, so it can't have more than maybe four. Like, let's be generous here. Let's say it has four times the capacity of a Model S. That would definitely just... fit in the chassis of a Freightliner yeah. Cascade, even making space for the motors. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so you do the math. It's like four times that, but it's using, you know, ten times as much energy to cruise just because that's the reality of physics. Trucking, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And I'd also, uh, I'd also think. I mean, admittedly, not being an expert on the physics of it, yeah. but I'd also think that they would use more energy to maintain speed than your equivalent diesel truck would spend energy to maintain that speed. Simply because they don't really have gearboxes; they just pump power into the motors, and the motors spin at a certain speed. Well, no, because the whole point of a diesel, like the whole point of all those gears in a gear in a in a, um, a gearbox, is to maximize your energy output to your frictional losses of the engine. Mm-hmm. Spinning the engine at higher RPM, you know, just it eats energy. Yeah, the electric motor, which doesn't have piston rings and up and down motion it just doesn't have that problem so you can just use a big old one big final drive gear and just go and it's fine hmm. that's why tesla doesn't do that they just they, they don't need gearboxes because that's just part of electric motors they're, hmm. they're not a big deal not as familiar with electric motors as i could be so yeah, but also like this the, the trip that they're on, like yeah. when they're going the one way, right? It's all mostly downhill, and an electric engine would pretty much be just gaining charge back from the braking the, the entire trip charges, down. Is what you're yeah. for. So they should be basically. So, I mean, but I think I think what they're doing is because the trips. I mean, it, it's 240 miles each way, and they still charge up at the one end. It's probably just so they don't actually have to. Uh, you know, rescue a truck that doesn't make it for some reason or another while they're in the testing phase. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, huh. I'm I'm thinking of much- I'm thinking of another possibility. Like, let me let me just roll this one by you. The reason I had to charge up is because these are poorly constructed prototypes <laughs> that have been completely built to prop up a spec sheet that is almost entirely composed of hope, dreams, and unicorn farts. <laughs> Well, I mean, you can speculate <laughs> I, that, but we don't really know at this point, do look, we? Look, when Tesla originally came out with this whole electric car biz, it was all hopes, dreams, and unicorn farts. So if they're going to promise the moon, and then th- that's just their style. They promise the moon, and then they find some way to do it. Well, so, last time they kind of promised the asteroid belt, and they didn't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> well no they did they missed Mars they hit the asteroid belt <laughs> no they, they didn't even make it to the asteroid belt their oh, orbit right. is just completely cattywampus 
Oh, it wow. ain't going anywhere near the asteroid belt. Oh. Like, getting to Mars is really fucking hard. <laughs> like, like, no one no one but NASA properly appreciates how hard it is to get to Mars. All right. Well, leaving Tesla aside for the moment, there's a there's yeah. one more bit of uh, semi, you know, tractor trailer news. Uh, Waymo is uh, kicking off its self-driving trucks. Uh, and they're Why is that name so familiar? Well, you're thinking Waze, I think? Oh, which, which no, I remember. Own? It's be- it's because Waymo are the people who were suing Uber for stealing all of their technology. Yeah, that's it. That too. <laughs> um, yeah, they also, got their Uber su- lost. Suck shit, Uber. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Waymo is got, has their uh, self-driving trucks. They're, right now they're hauling some uh, some gear for Google. Uh, Google data centers, and uh, they are on the road in, uh, let's see, they've been conducting road tests in California and Arizona. Right now, they're hauling away in Georgia. So, that's cool. That's cool. Um, Also in this article here, uh, about Starsky Robotics, which is doing a really cool thing, remote-controlled. Uh, trucks, which is which I saw at a which I saw being covered at a uh, at an IT festival in uh, in Tokyo. There was a coverage of that coming out of an IT festival in uh, in Tokyo, which is if it's the same company, which I think it is, they actually have a really interesting system, like complete with like a huge force feedback sort of system for the drivers and everything. So I think that's that's pretty awesome. Hmm. Yeah. Um, Waymo is saying that uh, they're still ambitious towards developing a level four autonomy. But uh, yeah, they they think the they, right now they think they're confident enough in their driverless minivans to take this uh, safety driver out of the driver's seat. So I guess right now they still have a human driver in the trucks. So. Yeah, yeah, and they use that for the city streets. Compared to the highway driving, which is where I would say, like, that's probably, like, I mean, that's coming really soon. Yeah. Um, Because why have somebody drive on the highway when you can have a computer do it? So, Mm -hmm. sorry, truck drivers, you're next. Yeah. Yeah. I actually really doubt that. Okay, so who's going to take a while? Uh, yeah, basically everyone in between now and the vague, <laughs> fuzzy, indeterminate point in the future where self-driving will actually be practical at any sort of scale. Because yeah. Let me let me just clue you in real quick. That ain't gonna be soon. <laughs> I mean, like maybe maybe we can get Elon on the phone and he'll promise us in six to twelve months again, like he did last year and the year before that. Well, he's got to say something to keep the investors investing other than saying, hey, we're going to sell you some (laughs) flamethrowers. Although, don't get me wrong, Um, those flamethrowers, well, if you want to call them a flamethrower, but those those giant torches look (laughs) really cool looking. I'll make you one when I'm over in LA. All right. Uh, Last topic. (laughs) What? What, George? What? Just go. What? Go, go. Okay. Uh, what I was going to say is, do you like how Tesla says their autopilot is awesome until someone crashes and then it's totally their fault? 
Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, of course. <laughs> it's just like... Hey, trust your like car and your life to our autopilot system. We'll keep you safe. Oh, but if you crash, it's always your fault. Stupid hey, uh, human! Why you paying attention? Hey, wait a minute. Wait a minute, guys. I work in IT. When the computer thing breaks, it's always the user's fault. It's never the system. <laughs> yeah, but how many times have you uh, have you gone and, like, changed the classification of black box data so that, you know... You don't necessarily have to give that over when something goes wrong. Like, have you Wait. ever reclassified your logs as a different kind of information so that, you know, nobody's going to go looking for them? Churba, why would I even be able to answer that? <laughs> <laughs> if I did, why, <laughs> why would I admit that on <laughs> That's a question that cannot be answered by anyone. Oh, no, come on. I would never tell your employer who are uh, this company located at... No, <laughs> no I just realized I do know who your employer is. <laughs> the correct answer is, what are log files? What are logs? Especially if you're using the logs. logs. <laughs> yeah, they don't mean anything anyway. Right. Uh, Jay Bance in the chat says, insert CGP Grays, humans need not apply video here. Which, that let's, video let's has not, problems. Because he is so wrong about yeah. literally everything, because yeah. he is a fucking, or was a fucking physics teacher who knows fuck all about anything outside of academia. Yeah. <laughs> like, has he ever even been to a fucking manufacturing location? I don't think he ever has. <laughs> My God. Like, I love the guy. He's a he's an educator. He puts this stuff out in the world for free, and it's a really good thing, but Jesus Christ, man. Stay you, in your like, lane. You've got to recognize when you need to stay your fucking lane, son. Yeah. and Or at least stay your lane better than Tesla Autopilot seems to. Oh! <laughs> uh, all right. Last topic of the evening, and this is just a... We can have a, oh, we God, can have a bit of a discussion. Um... So what inspires brand loyalty in you guys? Is it is it price? Is it service? Is it how environmentally friendly the company is? What is it that Good gets you guys... Good puns on their Twitter feed. What? <laughs> <laughs> Good puns yeah. on their Twitter feed. Good puns on their Twitter feed. <laughs> yeah, Wendy's has a strong Twitter presence. Arby's has, has a good Twitter game, too. They've been pumping out the uh, anime references with their little cardboard cutout things. No nah, man, Nihilus Starbies is where it's at. Nihilus Starbies. <laughs> um, for me, one thing is things that are made in America. Not necessarily that there's anything wrong with things made overseas. I actually quite like things made in Japan mm -hmm. or Germany, but yeah, mostly man. just being able to buy a thing that wasn't made by borderline, if not completely slave labor. Yeah, I like I like the uh, the made in America sort of idea too. You know, it's it's good it's to know bit, that it's there a bit are racist. So tread lightly. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. It's good to it's good to know that there that you're buying a product that's made in a place that has labor laws. Yes, that's that's the only reason I want to buy made in America. Wouldn't, wouldn't that technically be nationalistic and not necessarily racist? Being that uh, no, anybody because in the America motivation, should be because guilty the motivation is ethical business practices. So, you know. Also, although I do like the uh, the part of 
part of it for me is the idea, the hypothetical idea that at some point I would go, I could go on a factory tour, (laughs) 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 which is, which is, which I would really love to do. (laughs) Yeah, it's not necessarily made in America. It's you know made in not uh, not slave labor, not slave labor area. I should try and find that story actually, like just to jump back a half a topic of a guy who went on the Tesla factory tour who used to work in automotive manufacturing and got in a bunch of trouble because he kept asking questions. (laughs) (laughs) Turns out making cars is hard. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I just remembered that Elon (laughs) Musk claimed that fucking Toyota's production systems were terrible and that they move slower than a granny with a walker. I'm like, motherfucker, you made like 2,000 cars. They made 2,000 cars this hour that you are saying this. Fuck (laughs) off. (laughs) They make 2,000 cars an hour. Like, seriously, they do, don't they? They do. They, they probably I'd do. actually say it's probably more yeah. if you total yeah. up their production. So They probably made 2,000 cars in North America. Yeah, in probably one plant. Yeah. In Kentucky. fact, there is... In Kentucky. There is a single plant of uh, VWs, not Toyotas, but they still use TPS. Right. Uh, in Europe somewhere who put out 22,000 cars a year, which is more cars than I'm pretty sure that Elon Musk built this year. Here, <laughs> That's I got you one plant in one day. I got you a assumed number. Toyota, in 2014, made 3,270,000 cars. Uh, so that, if you divide that amongst production days, it came out to 13,400 cars <laughs> per day. Damn! Yeah, I think... Wow. Uh, wow. I think Volkswagen makes... Wait, hold on. Divide that by hours? Mm-hmm. That's like what? Uh, no, that was by... Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah divide I, divide by, by eight. Do, 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 do. Yeah, but they might have double shifts. You never know. You could do uh, it by 24. Put 24. Yeah, true. Assuming time zones. You know. Well, I don't, I don't think the factory is that big. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, here's the thing. is Car production lines don't stop. They yeah. run around the clock. Are so you using the calculator app to look? I, I was assuming I'm not, you were. No. no, no, I don't care. I'm, I'm, you I'm looking at Twitter of this picture of two city planners who hate each other. <laughs> okay. So, uh, brand loyalty. Man, if I cared about... I'm trying to think of like brands that I care about. Yeah. I mean, I guess I care about Steam, and it's because they were there. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, I guess I care about Nintendo because they have like quality games. So, so it really just comes down to whether it's quality or not. If it's quality and if it is either quality or it's cheap, then it does, has my loyalty. I, yeah, I'm not loyal. Does nostalgia <laughs> factor at all into your choice of companies? Uh, well, oh, well, you know what? I do buy Fords generally, though. I have a Chrysler Town & Country minivan, um, and it's because I grew up with Fords, because my parents had Fords. So really... <laughs> for, for some reason, my brain just went, my parents were Fords. Yeah, they were Fords. My parents are cars. <laughs> yeah, my dad is an F-250. <laughs> we were built on the assembly line. <laughs> my mom's a Taurus. 
Um, I'm a Taurus. <laughs> yeah, like if you, I pretty much the only thing that things prevent me from buying more than encourage me to buy. Like oh. if you suddenly have a whole bunch of labor issues, like I'm going to be like, eh. if if uh, you know your factories are burning down on in some other country uh, or in the U.S., <laughs> I'm going to be like, hmm. See, in a like, similar uh, vein, um, for for me, I will never get internet from AT&T if I can ever help it because, you know, all that, you know, NSA spying business that was going on in the uh, early 2000s. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I mean, like all of them now? Yeah. <laughs> well, with yeah. me, it's more a case of like, you get two chances. If your product fucks up or your services fuck up real bad twice in a reasonably foreseeable way, or your product is low quality twice in a easily preventable way, you're gone. Yeah. <laughs> so you still have a Windows operating system, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had, apart from Windows ME, I've never had a problem with Windows. <laughs> no, I love Windows. I'm just saying there's been some crappy versions. There's been more than two, more than one. You know, I don't understand why people oh, yes. have such a problem with Windows Vista or Windows 8. But I don't I know why people had a problem with Windows Vista. It was awesome. But I didn't own any of those versions. <laughs> so <laughs> True. You just skipped yeah. those. Yeah, yeah, that works. But, you know, there's there's things like... I'm struggling for an example that isn't Tesla because we've already talked too much about them. Um, <laughs> uh, come What's on, Brian. The, uh, the thing that has the special holder. Chico roll, Chico roll, Chico Chico rolls have never gone wrong. What is wrong with you? (laughs) Chico rolls are always perfect. Get fucked. (laughs) Uh, No, I was thinking of Telstra. Was what Ah, I was trying to think of. Telstra, the bane of Australians who wish to use internet. Like, for example. I have Telstra internet right now. It is what I'm talking to you over because there's no other option at this fucking house. <laughs> so you are very loyal to them. But my he's phone, not loyal. However, he's being held hostage. Well, it's true. <laughs> Enforced loyalty. <laughs> because basically they are legally required to share some infrastructure with other companies, but they're not legally required to share all of it. And so basically the only other options I can get at this house for internet are all, like, incredibly garbage, like, ADSL 2 fucking shit down the phone line. That's gross. That's gross, yo. Yeah, it's real bad. So, how about nah? But my mobile phone slash cell phone, if you are wrong. Uh, (laughs) But that... No, not on Telstra anymore. Switched over to another provider because they fucked my phone up once, took it in for repairs. The second one was fucking bad because basically they gave me a faulty phone that they said was refurbished. So that was their first chance. Second chance, took that one back. The one I got back was also broken. So, not fucking gone. Not, Not with Telstra anymore. Well, except I still have the broken phone because I can't afford to buy a new one. I literally have to keep it on airplane mode so that it doesn't overheat. 
and just fucking explode. Yeah, because it spends all its time searching for towers because it can't get reception, even though I literally live within sight of a fucking tower. I can look out my window and see a fucking tower. Don't tell me there's no fucking reception here. (laughs) Uh... I'm receiving it with my fucking eyeballs. I mean, it's hard to say. Like every every product, any any, it depends on the product whether the brand would be able to get loyalty or not from you or not. So I mean, it's a hard question. It's too broad. All right. So let's go too broad, too broad, let's, Victor. Let's, let's go through. Let's go through some some products and services, then shall we? Uh, do you guys care what brand milk you pick up? No, 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 no do As long as it comes from a cow and those cows are treated reasonably nicely. Yeah. This is a good cow. Well, the little moo cow. I do like the Horizon organic milk because it tastes good. <laughs> okay. I drink almond milk, so I drink. Well, as long as they're not factory farming and, those almonds, and, I drink lactate <laughs> and regular whole milk. <laughs> it's just this one tiny almond in a really small cage. <laughs> Yeah, just, I guess I don't have to worry too much. Uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just dehydrate. I'm just causing uh, dehydration. Yeah, I'm just causing. Um, yeah, you're basically arid, just causing drought in California. Drought, yeah, drought in California. Yeah, yeah thanks, you know. Gojo. It's cool. You're welcome, Victor. Hey, I'm man. Also providing money to your people. You may be dehydrating California. At least you did, but at least you didn't send them trees that can combust. combust. <laughs> By themselves. Explode and catch fire. <laughs> and best of all, they can do it at completely survivable summer temperatures. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it turns out eucalyptol can actually spontaneously combust at, like, fucking just above room temperature. Like, <laughs> How come we're not harvesting that like for 47 fuel? To f- I think it's something like 47 to 49 degrees Celsius. Where are the hippies... Using that in their engines instead of fried oil. <laughs> well, they were out hugging the trees, but bad news. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you really should pick something like shampoo or something. All or right, something, fine. Something shampoo, where... since you bring it up. <laughs> no, I, I, I only I... demand real organic poo. <laughs> <laughs> real I, uh, just I, I, stuff. I just buy whatever's on sale i, I don't get, really i have no brand loyalty okay yeah I, I don't have brand loyalty but um when i'm not using dollar store shampoo which is perfectly fine shampoo um mm-hmm. every few months or so when i go get my hair cut i'll pick up a little bottle of the tea tree mint shampoo and it just makes it just makes my hair feel all effervescent, which is an odd thing for hair to feel, but it's actually delightful. And you feel minty fresh. I literally I... feel minty fresh. I don't feel like I've had something that makes me that makes an aspect of my body minty fresh, like a breath mint or something. I feel like I am minty fresh. <laughs> I don't use shampoo. Oh, I can't imagine. Well, <laughs> why is that? Why is that, George? Wow, George, you would. How, how can you go even just for the it? nostalgia? <laughs> I don't even actually shower on a regular basis anymore. I shower like once a week. Wow, you 
Sorry, George. That's kind of you. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, man. I'm not down with that. No, no, no. I, I don't shower um, in the morning. I don't actually like wake up. That's how I like wake I up. I have morning. the driest skin in the world. Showering well, every funny day. Funny thing about that, George. Help. If you like completely Im- surround yourself with sprays of water, or at least from the top down, you might be less dry. Oh, wait, you have somewhere where it's quite cold, don't you, George? I mean... What's the name of your freezing shithole again? (laughs) 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 Why do you live in a place where the air hurts? (laughs) Because I don't have to deal with spiders that are the size of my face. Hey, Jerba. Hey, Jerba. Temperate climate. High five. Hey, <laughs> dude! You know what? Hey. My climate doesn't burn down, and I have yeah. no problem with Fire. water. Fire. See, I can it's fix always available. I can fix both of these problems. Yeah, <laughs> we don't have poisonous animals. We don't. I can. I can fix that. Like. With a post bag. <laughs> the, most we have to worry, the most we have to worry about is occasionally we get a day off of work because it snows too much and you just hang out inside and play video games all day if you still have power. If not, no, then you, no, no, you, you hey, make Scojo, hey, Scojo. That's what you do. Scojo, guess how many times I had to shovel a walkway in the last 10 years? That's and my upper gonna... body day. I actually, gonna... I actually enjoy <laughs> We get a day off for a horse race. <laughs> so. yeah you get a sausage when you vote i know but yeah. then you have to worry about that there's like a horrific spider underneath the sausage about the egypt like oh like, no i meant i meant a literal horse race like big things with four legs <laughs> <laughs> not a metaphorical horse race <laughs> yeah no I, I understand i don't understand why you get a day off for that but <laughs> actually i fucking melbourne cup day is the worst <laughs> I, ha- I like. I used to like Melbourne Cup Day. Now I really don't like Melbourne Cup Day. You know why? Because everything you want to go to is closed. No, because it's close enough to packs that it makes finding accommodation a fucking pain in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh I would also like to uh, just point out something in the chat. They just said uh, you also live in an area with exploding trees, Victor. <laughs> <laughs> well, they yeah, don't explode often. I think that's that counts. Wait, they don't? No. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm actually, see, a little bit disappointed. No, no. See, what they do is they just exasperate the fires we get. That's the pro. That's the thing. Yeah. But now they've been burned well, down. So <laughs> don't worry. They literally evolved for that. <laughs> I know there are plant. Fire is a part of the natural life cycle of a lot of the vegetation around here. Yeah, but not like your same- lifestyle. <laughs> See, well, yeah, but I'm not on fire, so not a fucking problem, mate. Yeah, I'm not on fire spent, either, and that's okay, too. Spent many years of my life not being on fire. I've spent <laughs> most of my life not being on fire. Not all. I've been on fire a good amount of my life, but not most. Yeah. <laughs> like, actually, yeah, come to think, I do have quite a number of spots that look like freckles, but are actually just from welding yeah. in, like, shorts with no shirt, no shoes, and just, like, a welding helmet. <laughs> so I've, I've set myself on fire more times than I'd care to admit. <laughs> <laughs> 
So a to of, be f- a lot of admissions today. <laughs> to be fair, we're learning I a lot about each other wearing- today. George doesn't shower. Churba and I are attracted <laughs> to you know are attracted to fire for some reason. Rather, fire, fire is attracted to us. So- <laughs> I, actually, Victor, you should ask Akasha sometime about the time that I was on the phone to her when I was in England, and we're just chattering away, and you know, as we often do. Well, I went a bit Scottish there for a second, but anyway. But <laughs> I actually had to uh, I actually had to call off for a little bit because uh apparently to quote me, oh sorry love, gotta go. I've set the living room on fire. <laughs> <laughs> J Ben says, Ah, so that's why Cherba doesn't have a beard this week. It got burned off. Good to know. No, um I'm no no, it didn't get burned off. I mean, come on, do you think fire would actually like manage to burn my hairs? I like no, to keep my but... fire free range and domesticated. That's why I don't have a fire pit. Oh, is that like a bear pit for fires? How yeah, is it kinda. free range and domesticated? Well, you know, it's all about setting boundaries, George. <laughs> <laughs> it's so well trained that it can just roam where it pleases. Yeah. yeah. Don't don't let it on the furniture. It's a fire gluten-free. There is a picture of me sitting on a couch that is on fucking fire. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fire gluten-free. No. What? There's also also a picture of that same couch, like, outside, burnt to the fucking ground. I don't... I'm not (laughs) seeing a lot of these Fire intolerant, I can't be on fire. I'll be honest. J-Bans is posting some tweets and stuff in the chat and i'm not seeing it like a lot of these pictures yeah they're not working yeah yeah i think the link truncation is actually breaking them mm, probably uh all right, all right. well you know we had a good we had a good uh show today i think uh so uh oh we- yeah that link truncation is fucking it no up it's not working <laughs> take off the blah, 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 blah. so, <laughs> so. Uh, with that in mind, it's a good time as always. Before we close out the show, J Bance has now decided to send me the links through Google Hangouts. <laughs> what do we got in here? <laughs> I don't know why I turned into a newscast here. J Bance has sent me the links through Google Hangouts. Uh, let's see now. Oh, the Disney Marvel thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney uh, Marvel getting the serial mascots into the uh, Kingdom Hearts. Anyways. Uh, now's a good now's a good time as any to thank our Patreon supporters. Yes, the Patreon That's- supporters who kick in a little bit of money each month. Uh, what for helping this channel, Chooch? Uh, the little bit of money you guys contribute that includes you, George. Thanks, George. Uh, helps to support the channel and uh, provide a little bit of money to cover the regular expenses, such as Adobe Creative Cloud. Uh, Backblaze, which is for backup, and a couple of other little small things. So, with that in mind, thank you to Kate Macross, Rochelle Mantanona, Geek Nights Podcast, Funeral Cleavage, Dexter Cold, George Davidson, Rin Senpai, Zara Gorgian, Brendan Brothers, Ethan Fryer, Pinham Citizen, Gina Moreno, and Yaro! For their generous contributions each month, what for helping this channel, Chooch? You know, you know, Victor, your brand is is quality, <laughs> thank and you. I'm loyal to it. Thank you, Scojo. <laughs> thank you very much. Uh, so with that, thank you, Scott, George, and Cherba for yet another wonderful episode of Friday Night Party Line. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. <laughs>